Hello, you're listening to Repent and Believe Podcast with Cynthia Smalls, founder of Back to God Ministries. Welcome, my friends. Here, we talk about and teach the message of Jesus Christ, the only one who can claim the title of Savior of the world. We also discuss all things repentance and belief in Jesus Christ and how all these things tie into living a lifestyle where our deeds are manifested and fashioned in God so that we may be molded by the Father into vessels to be used for His glory. Amen? Amen. Okay, so let's get started. Hey everyone, before we get started, I like to say thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoy my podcast, please share, download, leave me a message or comment. Thanks, guys. Hello, everyone. And this is Cynthia Smalls. We're back to God Ministries. How is everyone doing today? I pray that all is well in your lives, that you are walking by faith and not by sight. You are not giving up on the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus, we need you. Amen. Glory be to God. So folks, I am back. I have been out of town and I pray that y'all was missing me. Glory be to God, but I am back. Whew, people, let me just say this. This podcast is such a blessing. It is a blessing to the body of Christ. It is also a blessing to me. Let me tell you, I can't begin to tell you how I was looking forward to coming back on the podcast. Listen, y'all, this is very therapeutic for me because although Jesus has given me this ministry, I also benefit from it. Listen, I listen to the episodes. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is ministering to me as well. And having come back from visiting family members these past five days, where the visit just went completely to the left, I just wanted to jump on the podcast real quick to refresh my spirit and to get my Christ-like mind together. Amen. Glory be to God. Because listen, when you are in the midst of darkness, you must, you must take a blood bath in the name of Jesus if you will, you need to scrub off all of the negativity, repent for any words that were out of line for a child of God, and get your spirit back in check with the Holy Spirit. So for me, 
with today's episode, I just want to do just that. This is a personal therapy session, people, with the Holy Spirit, just to remind myself of the rudiments of the Lord Jesus Christ and his teachings. And like I said, to get my mind and spirit back on course. Because I have a set routine. My life is very sheltered in the Lord. I, on purpose, make no provision for the flesh. Therefore, I try my level best not to participate in anything that will get it riled up in whatever sin I used to be in. And so I wanted to go visit some family members who are atheists, who are not on board with the gospel. They have told me repeatedly not to preach the gospel. Fine, cool, I went to visit. Knowing that this will probably be my last visit, but I just wanted to set my eyeballs on them again. Knowing that, yeah, this may be for the very last time. And so, upon returning, I need to scrub all of that demonic negativity off of me. And so, that's why I said that this podcast is very therapeutic for me. And so, I just, today, want to go over some basic teachings just so that I can get back on course and share this experience with you all. So I thank you guys for hanging in there with me. Like I said from the beginning of the podcast, this is not my podcast. This is strictly from the Holy Spirit. I don't have a set schedule when I put up an episode, but as you can see, they come like every two days, maybe at the most every third day, but pretty much no more than about four days would will go by without me putting up something. So it's pretty consistent in that regard. It was just that I was away for about five to seven days away from the podcast, but going forward, we're getting back to that schedule. Amen. Amen. So, like I was saying, I went away and it's like once you go outside of your comfort zone into this dark, vile, laden, sin sick world, you got to strap up. You must put on the full armor of God because we know, like the Bible tells us, that Satan prowls around like a roaring lion looking to see whom he can devour. And let me tell you, folks, that is so very true. So before we get started, y'all, let us pray. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, 
Hallowed be thy name, Father. I love you and I want you, Father. I repent from any ill feelings, any negativity, any words that I have uttered that were not in line with a child of God who has been chosen from the foundation of the world. Father, I allow myself to be angry, to get into arguments. I should have had the sense enough to let it go, to not even engage. So, Father, for that, I confess. I confess that I should not have allowed myself to get into a situation where I thought that I was defending this family member. Lo and behold, no good deed. No good deed. Do I need to finish that worldly saying, Father? You know exactly what transpired, and I repent. Thank you that the blood of Jesus cleanses me from all unrighteousness. Father, going forward, I shall operate in discernment. Let cooler heads prevail in everything that I do. So, Father, with today's lesson, remind us of the goodness that is you. Remind us of the sacrifice that Jesus did on our behalf. Remind us that we were chosen from the foundation of the world. Father, may the Holy Spirit show us the deep things of God. And Father, I am so sorry. I apologize if what I said to this family member displeased you. Because I never want to do that. I must keep this body under subjection. I must not give into the desires of the flesh, no matter what. So with that being in mind, Father, I will put away anybody and anything that is not conducive to me being a child of the Most High God. I repent, Father. Thank you for forgiving me. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, people. So, let's get down to the brass tacks. We must be prepared to meet the living God. We must turn from our sins and turn back to God. It is through the death, burial, and resurrection of His only begotten Son 
the Lord Jesus Christ who can save you. Because like I said, what I want to do today is to get my Christ-like mind back in line, back on course. So this may be a real quick podcast. I just want to, right Holy Spirit, recharge my spiritual batteries. Amen. And so we all needed to be saved from the wrath of God that was rightly to come on those who reject the salvation plan and redemption plan of his son. Listen, all roads to salvation is through Christ Jesus and through him alone. Amen. For us to be reconciled back to God, we must come through the Lord Jesus Christ because there is no other name given unto man by which we can be saved. Christ Jesus, that's it, folks. There is no other that is coming or have come to save us. That's it. Because listen, if you are waiting on anyone else, you are greatly deceived and you need to repent. Otherwise, you're not going to make it. Jesus done already told us that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life, and that no man. So I don't care what this pagan world has to say. I don't care what deceived Christians have to say about how there are many roads to God. Nope. Jesus is the only way to the Father. Amen. And we must repent, therefore, and turn back to God. Because you see, it is all about Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It is always and always have been and will forever be about the Lord Jesus Christ. All the spotlights, all the limelight is on Christ Jesus. He is the centerpiece of our faith. Amen. And we must obey the gospel. So you may say, what does that look like? What does it look like? Obeying the gospel of Jesus. Well, we know that it is good news. That's why we say the gospel. It is presented in scripture as God saving his people from their sins. Because a few episodes ago, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 Verses 8 through 9 blew me out of the water. Now, I know I have read this scripture. But for some reason where it says in verse 8, In flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, 
and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, verse 9, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Amen. And I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean that obey not the gospel? And I'm like, did I not know that? That yes, I knew that we must believe the gospel. But the part about how we must obey it, how do you do that? Have have we not been doing that? Have have I been doing that unawares that I was, in fact, obeying the gospel? So for me at that time, for that podcast, I wanted to investigate and to make sure that we were obeying the gospel because there's a penalty according to 2 Thessalonians 1, 8 through 9, right? Holy Spirit, it said, in flaming fire. And I'm like, anytime God mentions anything about flames and fire and taking vengeance, it's not going to look pretty for that person. So it says, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, because I knew that part. I knew that those who do not repent and those who have rejected Jesus, yeah, flame and fire is definitely in their future. But then this part right here, did I skim over this? Where it says, comma, about them that know not God, comma, and that obey not the gospel. So, and then in verse nine, it talks about how they will be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. And so, therefore, in full repented obedience, we must respond to Jesus' finished work at the cross with a resounding yes and with total acceptance. Receive him as Lord and Savior by faith. Meaning that when, when we obey the gospel because we have been forgiven. And so... God gives us, right, Holy Spirit, thank you, the gift of repentance that enables you to not want to sin. We don't want to sin anymore. Yeah, we can sin. And yeah, we can backslide until we are blue in the face. But guess what? We don't want to do that. Why? Because we love God. We put away the sin. We don't argue with Jesus about how it is impossible to stop sinning. And like someone told me over there on my second job, on Facebook, 
A.K.A. The Lion's Den. And I say it dramatically like that because it is a lion's den, especially when you go toe-to-toe with the lukewarm Christian who said to a post that I posted on about how you have to be practically not human to not sin as if sin continues to have all the say and it does not you you give it all the say when you stay in it listen if you believe that Jesus died for your sins then you should not be sinning you should not right and if we slip and miss the mark glory be to God for his mercy of 1 John 1, 9, that we don't use as a license to sin, and we don't use his grace as a license to sin. So that's why I need this refreshment. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I need this refreshment, because let me tell you, It's so easy to get in the flesh if you don't watch it. Oh, people love to drag you into the foolishness. And because you love them so much and you want to defend them from people who are attacking them. But if they are too blind to see that, when they turn on you for defending them, then I don't know what else to tell you. I need to shut my mouth, get back in line with the Holy Spirit, and come on home (laughs) and get on the podcast and take a blood bath in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory be to God. So we must respond to Jesus' finished work at the cross with, Yes, Lord, teach me how to be holy. Father, I ask for wisdom. I lay down my life. I don't want what this world, quote unquote, promise to give me if I pledge my allegiance to Satan. Oh, absolutely not. Father, give me the sense to obey your every command in the name of Jesus. Amen. Listen, we obey the gospel because we have been forgiven. Christ Jesus died a brutal death. It was horrific. The book of Isaiah talks about How when the people saw Jesus hanging up there on the cross, they were horrified. Jesus suffered on the way to the cross. He was beaten with a cat of nine tails by the Roman soldiers. They were barbaric people. They will... They would rip you to shreds down to the white meat. He was beaten. He was swollen. He was bloody. Quarts of blood was shed. Okay? The Bible says that his face was so disfigured 
beyond any human being ever, ever. If you thought that you have seen someone beaten to a bloody pulp, that was nothing compared to what Jesus looked like. And we know how psychopaths get down when they enact their brutality on another human being. Listen, we've all seen the pictures. We've all seen horror movies from the mind of a writer and director to come up with the nastiness, even though it's fake, but to even have that mind to write it like that, that was nothing compared to what our Lord looked like. That's why it says that the people were astonished. And if you break that word astonished down, it means that they were they were horrified. I'm almost certain that they screamed in terror when they seen the Lord Jesus Christ hanging up there on the cross on our behalf. How could you not allow yourself to be dragged by the Father to come to Christ? Because he told us that no man can come to him unless the Father draw him. You Listen, you ain't coming to Jesus on your own because Romans 3, 10 to 12 says that how no one is righteous, not one single person. And that how no man is seeking after God. So the lukewarm Christian, the deceived false teacher, could could come up with all of their heretic doctrines if they want to about man's free will that they come to God on their own because that's what they decided to do one pagan Sunday morning with their unbiblical sinner's prayer down at the unscriptural altar call at the local apostate church. Nope, it was God that does the beckoning. It is God that does the drawing. And if you meditate and study Romans chapter 9, he talks about how he, him, he chooses those to show mercy and compassion on because all of this was already predestined. So it is God who draws us and give us to Jesus. And then with a passive role, we say yes to the gospel, but let's not be mistaken, folks. All of this is God's doing. Amen. So listen, like I was saying, how Christ died that horrific, brutal death on our behalf. We crucified this flesh because Christ now lives in us and by faith in the Son of God who loved us and gave himself up for us. We walk in the newness of life. Amen. Because listen, at the end of the day, what profit is there? Listen, the Bible tells and warns us that we 
are all not going to live forever. We're not. So, for it is appointed once for man to die and then the judgment. Because I was just thinking as I was saying that about how people who love their big time sin and profess openly and publicly that they are atheists. Do you think that you are going to live forever? Because for them, well, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die. And they think that they just going to go in a hole in the ground and then they will not live forever and that they would never be held accountable for their sin and blasphemies and just outright rebellion, being an enemy of the living God, that they don't have to answer to anyone. Okay. Okay. Well, guess what? The Bible says that it is appointed once for man to die and then the judgment. What judgment? The great white throne judgment of Revelation chapter 20, where it talks about the books. That how hell will empty itself out of all the unsaved unrepentant sinners that they will stand before the Lord Jesus Christ because God has appointed Jesus after all what Jesus has done to uh, done for us to the glory of God yeah he was elevated to a high position sit and thank you Holy Spirit at the right hand of God the Father so God made Jesus judge and that is who those who are in hell will stand before one day before the Lord Jesus Christ, the very one that they rejected. They will stand before him to answer for their sins because them books that Revelation 20 talks about, right, Holy Spirit, that it has been recorded of their wicked deeds. That means every thought, every action, everything you have ever done has been and is being recorded in the books. And not only are those books will be opened, but the book of life. The Lamb's book of life will also be opened. And Revelation 20, 11 through 15 talks about all of this. It talks about how your name, it says that if your name is not found, that means, listen, take it word for word. If it's not found, that means that someone is looking for your name. Who? I don't know. Maybe one of them archangels. Maybe, who knows? Listen, that means, think about it, folks. It just stands to reason. That if it's not being found, that means someone is looking for it. And it says that if your name is not found, who knows? Maybe they turn in page after page, page after page, looking for John P. Smith, born 1958 in Arkansas, Kansas, somewhere. I don't know. But if your name is not found after having been looked for, it says that you will be thrown. You will be cast 
into the lake of fire. And let's look at the word throne. That means somebody will pick you up. One of them archangels will pick you up and throw you. I don't know. It may be Jesus picking you up and throwing you. All I know, but the Bible says that you will be thrown into the lake of fire. And guess who else is in that lake of fire? Satan, the Antichrist, the false prophet, and all of the others who were in front of you that has been resurrected out of hell too will be thrown into the lake into the lake that burns with brimstone and sulfur and fire forever everlasting day and night there will be no reprieve there will be no coming back from that we must repent of our sins and turn back to God. Amen. Listen, we got to do this today before it is too late. Listen, your sin will lead you straight to hell. And that's the bottom line. Folks, no sin, no addiction, no lust of the flesh. Flesh is worth you going to hell. Why risk? And this is what, hold on. This is what family members who don't want to hear the gospel, this is the part that they that they don't want to hear. Listen, just because you don't want to hear this doesn't make it not so. Listen, why risk losing your soul for momentary pleasures and sensual relief you think that you can chart out your own life and think that it is going to go the way that you expected yeah you may have some success you know what good luck with that Good luck with that because whatever success and rewards that you get while you are alive, that's all you're going to get. But let me assure you, sir, ma'am, there is an afterlife just as real, if not more real than the natural. Folks, what you think that is bringing you all of this joy and comfort and relaxation and satisfaction is only pleasing your flesh in this moment. And the crazy part about all of how the person wants to chart out their own lives, they are not even happy. Listen, they are not even happy. Listen, <laughs> I know I keep saying, listen, because I need for y'all to catch this. The whole world has tested positive for sin. Yup, the world is being crushed by the weight of sin. Listen, I can't say it enough. We must repent. This dying world lacks hope. And I'm coming today with the message from the Lord Jesus Christ to let you know that there is hope. And his name is Jesus. All the hope that you need is found 
only in him. But no, oh no, no, no. Human beings are too busy clamoring to fill their empty lives with stuff. They are clamoring to fill their empty lives with stuff. Abuse, addiction, illness, and broken relationships surround us every single day. People need to know that Jesus came to bring hope, that he is our hope, and that our hope is alive. People, this is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen up. We must repent and believe that Christ Jesus died for our sins. He paid the penalty for our sins by dying on the cross on our behalf. They buried our Lord in a borrowed tomb, and by the power and work of the Holy Spirit and to the glory of God, God raised Jesus from the dead. We must obey the gospel by not sinning. We are to henceforth walk in obedience to God. Amen. Listen, by Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, we have been set free from the bondage of sin. Sin no longer has mastery over us. Through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, on our behalf, he abolished the control and power that sin had over us this whole entire time. Listen, when Jesus' blood was shed on the cross, it was sprinkled on the mercy seat of God in heaven, making atonement for our sins. Jesus reconciled us back to God through his sacrifice. Amen. And because of that, we can now have forgiveness of our sins. Listen, Romans 6.14 talks about how sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Jesus fulfilled all of the 600 and 13 laws of Moses. Jesus said it. He said, I didn't come. He said, I didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And he did by living a perfect, sinless life. He obeyed every ordinance. He performed every sacrifice. He kept every commandment. Listen, Jesus was in full obedience to the Father. He showed us how to be obedient. The Bible says that Jesus was obedient unto death. Amen. So it is now not by the laws of Moses, and that include keeping the Ten Commandments, Sabbath keeping, tithing, all everything that the Torah keepers want to keep the people back in bondage. Who are the those Torah keepers 
are nothing more than modern-day Pharisees want to keep people under the curse. Because the Bible is clear that if you keep one of the 613 laws of Moses, guess what, Torah keeper? You must keep them all and perform them in the way how it was given to Israel. Israel didn't get any breaks. Israel didn't take any shortcuts. So shortcuts. So if you want to keep the Sabbath, you got to sacrifice animals. You got to bring it to a high priest and there must be a temple. Where else are you going to slit his throat and let the blood run on the altar? Well, now that just means that we don't do any laundry that day. Oh, that means that we don't do any grocery shopping that day. Are you deceived or what? So, when we stand for holiness and righteous living, oh, you are going to get a whole lot of pushback. But you know what? The bottom line is that we stand in Christ and for Christ. Everything Jesus has told us, we honor it and obey it. We don't give him back talk. We don't give him lip service. Everything should be yes, Lord. Amen. And that's it. So yeah, people, they can kick and scream and mock at the things that goes against their sinful lifestyle or their want all they want. Like I said, the bottom line is that God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob says that he is holy and therefore we shall be holy. Amen. And that we should never, never, ever, never, never should you ever forget who Jesus is and what he has done for us. The book of Hebrews is an epistle that helps to remind us that Jesus is the incarnate God who had no option but to be born into the human race and become a man in order to redeem humanity. Listen, he humbled himself by being born, people. Because we all know how nasty and depraved that this world is, right? Okay? He, he humbled himself by being born into the, fallen, into the fallen race of man, which he himself had created. He chose to do this. He chose to do this to redeem us. Through faith in his shed blood and glorious resurrection, people, forgiveness of sin and life everlasting are two of the multiple blessings that are ours in Christ Jesus. Amen. Listen, Jesus Christ has a name that is above every name and has been identified as the founder of a new creation. And he is the author and finisher of our faith. Because like I said, today 
I needed to take a blood bath and get my Christ-like mind back on course. Amen. So I'm just going through all the rudiments of salvation, what Jesus did for us, how we must obey the gospel, how we must repent of our sins, how we must confess that sin and not take God's grace as a license to sin and just get back on track. Amen. And so that's what I was saying about how Jesus was born into the old sinful creation through his human forefathers, Abraham and David. And yet he did not inherit Adam's sin nature for he was the eternal and is the eternal son of God. And he is God, the eternal son. Amen. And for this reason that Jesus became the pioneer and originator of a new cre- of, of a new and perfect creation, he died for our sins. Amen. And he did this for a reason. Listen, we who are identified with him are likewise accepted in the beloved. And not only are we accepted in the beloved, we are declared righteous by God. Why? Because we are associated now with Christ Jesus and and we are now identified with him and with all that he has and all that he is. Amen. Folks, listen, God is spirit. And because, and this is the close, and because the son of God was both immortal and invisible, he was required to become a mortal, a physical being with lifeblood coursing through his body of flesh in order to become our perfect kinsman, redeemer. Jesus was made like unto us in every way. He was tempted in the same way that we are tempted. And he also, he also had to learn of obedience, yes, through the things that he suffered. But there was one exception. Christ Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ was sinless. Amen. He was born, like I said, without a sin nature, and he lived a sinless life in order to be qualified as our sinless redeemer. For only a sinless man was qualified to pay the price for the sin of the whole world. Amen. Listen, Jesus was not born dead in trespasses like we were. He was not born in sin like we are, for he did not have a sin nature. We 
We were born dead in trespasses and sins because we inherited a sin nature at birth and the wages of our sin is death. But Jesus did not fear death, nor was he condemned to die like us for no sin was found in him. Listen, Jesus was not under the curse of the law like the rest of the fallen humanity. Jesus was not a slave to sin, nor was he enslaved by Satan like we are. Amen. I can't say it enough. Jesus was sinless and he did not deserve to die. And yet, he chose to become a part of the human race in order to take in order to take the shocking punishment for all the accumulated sins of fallen humanity. Why? So that we would not have to go through being punished for our sin, but would receive folks forgiveness of sin and receive eternal life and become part of a new and perfect creation by faith in him, folks. Jesus went through all of this so that he might free you and me and all of those who through fear of death are subject to slavery throughout life. We were born in sin. We were slaves of sin and we were enslaved by Satan because of our sin, because of our sin. And yet Christ Jesus willingly sacrificed his own sinless life. Why? So that he might free all who through fear of death were subjected to slavery. Amen. So how sad, how sad is it that so many people refuse to be saved by rejecting God's offer of salvation? Listen, as a free gift, which is ours by God's grace. Listen, this is through faith. By grace, God gave us an out. He gave us the remedy for sin. He gave us the solution to our problem. He told us we don't have to fear death anymore. Christ Jesus. Listen, death has lost is sting for all who have been redeemed by the blood of Christ. Never should we forget who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for us. Amen. So my prayer, and this is the super close. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he left his heavenly throne 
in glory and chose to be clothed in human flesh with life-giving blood pulsing through his veins so that by shedding that life-giving blood, he could take the punishment for our sin, removing the curse of the law and covering us with his own righteousness by faith. Father, the Son of God, thank you that he would do this for us. The fact that he has done this is astonishing, Father. It's a miracle. Thank you for your mercy. And I pray that I will never, never, ever will I forget the freedom I have from the fear of death. This freedom which is mine through faith in Christ Jesus, my Lord, Father. Thank you. Thank you for forgiving us of our sins. And may I always be willing to give up myself for your service, for Jesus' service. May I always yield to the promptings and teachings of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Okay, folks. I needed that. So, repent and believe. Stop sinning. Obey the gospel by faith. Because if you believe Jesus died for your sins, then we shall stop sinning. Amen. Amen. Lord willing, until next time, I speak to you all soon. Bye for now. Thank you guys for tuning in. I truly appreciate all your support. Until next time, I'll be talking to y'all soon. Bye.